an AppleViz original. Thomas, you haven't, so we need to correct that. We, we need to get you on the show. Right? We, yeah. we, sh- we shall. We Can shall. you reach way down to the bottom of the barrel there, Tim, and right? drag him on your Oh, I thought you were going to say when I had you on, but yeah. <laughs> I can no. see that was coming. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, Aren't you glad you came on here, Tom? Tim. Okay. <laughs> that was all in the script, too. Tim, Tom, to. Tom, Tim. He's my good friend, you know. Seriously, what do you think of it? Uh, three, two, one. There we go. Here we go. <clears throat> All right. So you just put this case. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> All right. I'm going to sit on the floor here underneath my desk so okay. I can't be heard. I'm going to mute myself. There we go. Three, two, one. Randy. Randy. We lost you, Randy. Randy. He went for a bathroom break during like our beat. podcast. Can you believe that? My goodness. Oh, wow. Um, well, it's a Tim and Tom show. Yes. <laughs> wow. Huh. Okay. Well, um, carry on. Carry on, Tim. Five, four, three, two, one. Hello and welcome to AppleFizz Unleashed for December 2022. It is the last month of the year of 2022. And alongside with me, I have our usual co-host, Mr. Randy Rusnak. Hello, everybody. And may I say, before we begin this whole mess or podcast, I would like to... Uh, I'm really happy that we have our new guest because he's been a friend of mine for a long time, Mr. Tom Schwartz. Jesus. Here you go again, man. Missing. What's wrong? All right. All right. Well, for those that don't know, Mike Malarcy is enjoying his holidays with his family. Yeah, he and wants so to get out of And so we have a special guest with us for a co-host, and it is the famous Tim Schwartz for the Ooh. Life After Ooh. Blindness. Ooh. Hello, Boy, Tim. <clears throat> Hello, Thomas. Hello, Randy. How are you guys doing? Doing, doing great. Pretty good. Pretty well, man. And it's so good to have a new voice on here. And for those that have never heard Life After Blindness, do so. Oh, come on. Come on. Everybody heard of Life After Blindness, right? If you I, haven't, you I, should really check it out. I really hope so. If they haven't, yes, please check it out. <laughs> yeah. Randy's been on the show. Thomas, you haven't, so we need to correct that. We, we need to get you on the show. Right? We, yeah. we, sh- we shall. We Can shall. you reach way down to the bottom of the barrel there, Tim, and right? drag him on your... Oh, I thought you were going to say when I had you on, but yeah. <laughs> I can no. see that was coming. So Randy came on a while back and a couple of years ago, actually, because the pandemic it makes it feel just like yesterday. Oh, but, yeah. yeah you, you talked to us about a ring doorbell and some other smart mm-hmm. home stuff. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it was really fun. So And they're yeah. all bad now. Everything that I talked about is defunct. <laughs> it's all, all completely. It's uh, all broken. All broken, all gone. All, it, it's missing like like most everything else. But, right. um, but no, yeah, I appreciate the invite to come on. I was very pleasant. Pleasantly uh, surprised to see the invite. I, um, gosh, people might remember years and years and years ago. The first one of the first things I ever did, I uploaded a uh, walkthrough of a game on AppleViz. Um, night, oh, what was that called? One of those that's now defunct. Um, um, night. 
Oh, it was the... Um, oh, well, ne- never mind. That went poorly. Your memory's defunct. <laughs> I know, my memory's defunct. I can only remember half of the name of the game. It was it was one of those that, that had, like, the... the, uh, the uh, you know... That's all, folks. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. It. Wow, that I, went well. So, more great insight like that on Life After Blindness. Um, yeah, Check it out. You'll learn a lot. That, that what a game stand. was. But, um, but, yeah, I had uploaded it, and uh, then I... I kind of liked it got the bug for it and and been doing life after blindness and having a great time did uh, some time with rnib did some time with uh, ami audio did some time sounds like i was in jail um it it uh, does yeah (laughs) bounced all over the place and and here i am here you are uh, i appreciate it thank you thanks um right well speaking of christmas goodies what did you boys end up getting were you on the good list or in the naughty list this year yes Good. <laughs> You're straddling the fence again, aren't you? Uh-huh. Now, I know Randy and I have been talking about this. Tell mm-hmm. me about what you got. Well, it was for myself, and because uh, if okay. I wouldn't That's have gotten Christmas things for myself, for. I would have gotten coal. Um, <laughs> but, but I picked up, and I'm really, really happy with my new, my brand new, let's say it together, AirPod uh, Pro, second yes. generation. Woo. Yeah, I, and I, I got them too. Did you? You did. Both of you got the Pro. Yeah. Two point. My, my wife and I actually agreed to get them for each other for Christmas, so we both have. Uh, oh, AirPod how neat! Oh, second now, gens. Yeah, that's nice. Oh yeah. Oh, oh. All and right. I yeah. love mine for the tuning capabilities uh, with the through the accessibility uh, portion of it, where you can retune them to your uh the transparency of course uh will give you some really great tuning hey i mean think about it now if you had any types of hearing loss not anymore now you got airpods that'll correct your hearing very true you could probably hear birds chirping for the very first time i'm really serious about this so (laughs) my my highs uh the way i've got it set is I have a golden retriever who is 15, and she, when she walks, not because she's that old that this happens, but I'm just giving a little background. Her toenails just click so loud, uh, and it it almost hurts. But in saying that, (laughs) once you have them on for a little while, your hearing does adjust, and it's just brilliant. That's amazing. So Mm. here's the million-dollar question for you. Do you think that the AirPods Pro <laughs> is an equivalent in sounding to the AirPod Max? Nope. Oh, really? Mm-mm. So the AirPod Max still has the uh, advantage of sound quality. Well, let's hope so. They're like, hey, one never knows. You twice know, the I... price, and they're huge, and they're beautiful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Tim, so. let me tell me what you think of your AirPod Pro. So far, so very good. I've been really impressed with them. And yeah, I agree with Randy. I don't think the sound is going to match the Max. And if it did, I mean, that would be silly. Right. Um, That wouldn't make any sense. However, for everything that I do and and even music in general, but I mean, I listen to a lot of podcasts and play some games and things and... uh, but, but getting into the music and spatial audio um, with that separation of sound, oh. it is really, really good. And I've been very impressed with, with what I've had so far. You know what is cool is when you get on a phone call, and uh, the first time I noticed it actually is I, I was on with Thomas. And uh, 
we were talking, I went to turn my head and like he followed me and I'm going, uh, are you stalking me? <laughs> because the sound just went from one to another to another. It was just, oh, it's awesome stuff. Now I'm talking to, to your left ear and then I'll come over here. Well, okay. So I am, how long is something like that last? About six hours? Um, each um, individual one is supposed to last up to six hours. And then I think with the battery charging in the case, you can get them up to 30 total if you're swapping you're right. back and forth. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I like mine so much, I you can accessorize your devices. So I bought a, it's called an armor case from, oh my gosh, I forgot the name of the company now, Spy, Spy Dell. No, it's Spy Dell. That's an old watch band. <laughs> oh God. Spy Dell. You armorized your case. Yeah, is it Spy, I can't remember. Well, anyway, if you want to just. catching. Wow. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> uh, but you, you can just you know, uh, get a different case for them. Huh. And the case remains the same, but the case fits inside of a case. And why do you want that? Well, if you happen to drop your case, you don't want it all scuffed up. It's made out of a really nice, it's like silicone sort of, but it's backed with some kind of a rigidity thing that it's got a really nice feel. It makes them weigh a little bit more and they're a little bit more bulky, but they give you a really nice uh a carabine clip that you can clip on to, I don't know, like a lanyard or whatever you want. I really like the, the fitted, the so fitted, you have fitted a case, case protecting mm-hmm. a case, which is protecting your ear pods. That's right. Very nice. Yeah. It's actually um, not a bad idea because my wife did that with hers and I'm thinking about getting one like that for mine because with hers, it, it's basically the same kind of idea, an armored case and it's got a little grippy on it and then the, yep. the hook on it and everything. And, and I like it for the grip aspect of it right. because the cases are so slick. I mean, just right. like any iPhone or any other you know AirPod mm-hmm. case, they're very, very slick, very easily droppable from your fingers. So, uh, or at least for me. Um, for so me yeah, I, I like the idea of getting a case like that that's got a little grip, a little firmness to it so that I, I'm not gonna you know, have it slip and, and fall as maybe as often. Yeah, if you want, I can send you the link for it um, because I'm really satisfied with mine. That's awesome. I will have to remember that. Now, of course, we had this conversation that I am kind of mixed because I wear hearing aids. So it's not like something I can just pop out my age and put in the AirPods. I just don't know if I'll be able to hear it as clearly um, without the age. So, but nonetheless, I'm excited that you both got one. Um, well, I, I've got one more accessory, Tom, that you, you might, did. that you might like to know about that might you, are we done? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's what it is are, they are a, uh, an ear tip and I don't mind the silicone tips, but I want, the feel I think of a little bit more uh, padding in my ear, so I got some. Um, they're they're ear they're ear plugs, but they're uh, ear tips rather. Uh, but they're memory foam, but inside the memory foam, uh, wrapped in a delicate little shell of the air foam, ear foam, whatever the hell it is, uh, is uh, silicone again. So it it's mm. a little bit more reliable. And believe me, I searched and searched and searched. They haven't come yet, but I'm sure they're going to be a great fit. I'm really excited to get those two, and that—that's it. Well, no, that's kind of a huge deal because I—that is not 
first time I've heard. I've heard from other folks. Um, I know David Goodwin is one of those people that the the earpiece fit doesn't fit right for him, and so he doesn't. That's because he's got those large ears. <laughs> Do you have big ears, David? I'll have to ask him. <laughs> big old ears. It just falls right out. Nice. There goes my popularity with David. Yeah, right? He uh, says, well. Do not have that man on anymore. No, but apparently, he went with a Sony just because of that reason the AirPods fitting. And so, you make a good point. There are third party earpiece or mm-hmm. ear tip. Ear tips, yeah. And, um, but yours is a memory foam, which is kind of like, well, that should work because it's you just squish it in a ball, I'm guessing, and then put it in, and it just kind of expands around your ear. Well, you just put them in, they expand because of the silicone. It's just a better fit. That's mm. that's my take on it. Okay, but I, I haven't got curious. them. In. Okay, well, if, if if David has listened to this, here you go, David. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> I did got a couple of gift. I. I don't think I've talked about it. Now, Randy, I called Randy about a month or maybe two months ago, and I was so upset, so sad. My my little Echo Dot died. I, I didn't think those things could die, but it just died. It's just like it didn't work, didn't make any noise. So I got a new fifth generation. I didn't realize they were a big little ball. It's like a, a mini HomePod. And I was like, wow. Yep, the fourth and fifth generation dots are That's right. ball size now. Yep. Right? And so this is the fifth generation, so it has my room temperature, so I can see what the room temperature is. The only downside to it is that it doesn't have an output jack like the old hockey puck. That's yet. right. I was like, oh, man, I can't hook it up to my mixer anymore. But the sound is way better than those hockey puck. Now, so tell me, uh, Tom, how do you like your little ball? <laughs> no, I, I love no. my little balls. <laughs> No, we right. should be we should be really more mature on this right. cast and not I, laugh I at such things. I didn't start to laugh ball. until you did. By the so way, the, I did not. My left balls is the HomePod mini. <laughs> no, here we and go. The right subway <laughs> is the Amazon Dot. Um, I see. I I get it now. Um, I'm okay now. It's beautiful. Right. The other item that I got, and I really love this. I wanted always wanted a battery case. Thus, there's a battery pack on the case itself. Wait a minute. Now, you already have one, don't, didn't you? Oh, no, you got the... Um... I got the battery pack, but this is a battery case that goes on mm. your phone. Okay. So the phone, instead of having... It has a case. So you just simply put the phone in the case, and the case itself has a battery pack. So it's a little thick. I will admit it's a little thick and heavy, but it lasts triple time so it's got a 7000 mah on it it's slim and so it'll last forever you know mm. when i am using my gps and whatever it just sucks up the battery so mm-hmm. quick i just end up just you just push a little button and it starts charging so, yeah i bought one of these for my iphone and i broke it so i've got <laughs> you <laughs> I broke need to send it. it back let well, me guess. because when Did you, you go drop to slide, it? no, when you go to slide the phone in, you, you've got to to line it up and then kind of slide it down to meet the connector, you know, the charging connector. Oh no! And it, oh, it does caution you to be very careful when you do that. And I was very careful, but I guess I pulled back on it a little too far when I was trying to line it up because you, I mean, you really have to pull 
back a little bit, at least the one that I got, and then slide it in, and then the top will snap in. And right. And I guess after you know I, I played with it a little bit, I must have pulled it out a little too hard because oh, it broke no. and it stopped working. So I can't get it to charge anymore. So you know, I mean, it wasn't that expensive. It was maybe thirty or forty dollars. Yeah. Um, so I can I can always get another one. But I did like it for the couple of days that it worked. Couple of days. It was, it was oh nice. no, <laughs> for a couple of days. It is amazing. Um, yeah. It's by a company called Max Bear. M A X B E A R. Um, the company is J B U B N. I put it in the show notes so you don't have to hunt for it. But those are our Christmas goodies. Um, so we had our annual Applevis Golden Apples Award, and the community voted on two apps. One is the best app of the year, and the other one is the best game of the year. And the best app went to Envision AI. I will say I was kind of surprised and not surprised because I was voting for Spring for Twitter. I thought that one was like the most brilliant Twitter app I have ever seen. What's What's Twitter? <laughs> the bird site, the bird. Uh-huh. And... I don't know. I, you know, give that Envision AI went completely free. I understand, and that's pretty popular for something that's being free. You don't have to be in a subscription anymore. So, uh, congratulations to Envision AI. Did you guys participate? Um, no, <laughs> no. I mean, I, I no, I didn't participate. I don't mean no. I, I won't I was, answer the question. But I was no. a little bit surprised about Envision AI. Although I think, to your point, Thomas, if you had had people voting. Earlier in the year, spring might have won, but as it got later into the year, and well, you know, things mm-hmm. at that Twitter place um, that have been going on supposedly, you know, you know, just, just issues and things. So I've heard um, maybe that skewed the voting a little bit, where people are like, "Oh, I'm not voting for anything that has to do with Twitter, um, as good uh, as it might be." Mm-hmm, but but I agree mm-hmm. with you that, that spring was a really really good app, or is is still a really good app. Um, and a great alternative, but because of the things that Envision AI has been able to do for you know for the community and, and the things that they continue to do, and then like you mentioned, I think it was in September, if I'm correct, that they went to it being free uh, as far as the app goes, so you don't mm-hmm. have to have that subscription like you mentioned. And then for the people, bless them, who can afford to get Envision glasses, um, I, I don't have any yet, but I, I've talked to people who have been able to get them and. It's a great companion. It works really, really well. So I can I can see where people are very, very happy with an app like that because it does offer a lot of different things for your productivity and doing things around the house and helping you navigate and all those kind of things. So, I mean, it is, it is good. Now, it's not the only one that does that, but it is one of, I think, the better ones that does it. Oh, yeah. This is uh-huh. perfect in with um, seeing AI. And, uh-huh. of course, that seems to be the most popular one and rightfully so but nonetheless it was good to see the envision ai one it Uh will you know we will have to remain to be seen if that was a good move on their part going free and if they still will be around and hopefully so they will be around for many years to come but nonetheless like you said spring for twitter came out during the spring and or at least we found it in the spring and became accessible. But you're right. I think we waited a little too long, but not that we could do anything about it because no. obviously the best game was evidently in that case because um, 
Evidence 111 won for the best game. And that just came out a month before this vote. So I can't help to think that because it was newer that it won. But it won by a landslide. So a lot of people evidently love the game itself. So I think it's a wonderful game. It's not a game game like, you know, you roll dice or RPG, anything like that. But it is a choice-based audio game. Um, but I thought it was well done. Have you guys played with Evidence 111? Uh, to be honest, I really am not a game player, so I'm not the one to ask, and you know that. <laughs> this particular <laughs> game, though, Randy, it may be different because, like Thomas said, it's not a game game, to steal his phrase, because it's more of a choose-your-own-adventure. There's a story, there's actors and, and sound effects and things, and it's almost like doing a graphic audio you know, book, audio book, mm-hmm. but where you're getting choices. So similar in, in some respects to the old Inquisitor games that have been out in the past. By mm-hmm. the way, um, I, I did remember that that game I did that review for, The Night Jar. It came oh, out. Oh, yeah. I remember that, that game. Holy smokes. Yeah. Wow. Papa Sangre and Night Jar and all those great yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. That went defunct, unfortunately. But, um, but no, this one, um, it, it is different because it, it is an immersive audio drama in a, in a way it, you're making choices. And I think they say that there's maybe up to like 10 different endings that you can, you can actually have. So think, choose your own adventure, audio drama. That's, that's much more how this goes. I actually made a mistake. One of the times I was playing through it, I meant to swipe left and I swiped right. Um, and, mm. um, did something that I, I didn't want to do, but it was fine. You know, it still worked through <laughs> playing the game, but, um, but, but it is interesting. And, 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 you know, like you were talking about, Thomas, the, the acting is really good, actually, for a game like this that's only, I think, for the full version is only $5 US, four ninety nine. Right. And for that price, the acting, the sound effects, the ambiance that you're getting, it, it's much more detailed and, and more of a deep dive than I expected it to be uh, for, you know, for a $5 game. I think that's what a lot of us got excited about was the price yeah. point was perfect because we had a lot of these audio choice games in the past few years but they're based on chapters and that's always disappointed me that they would cost five seven bucks and you get one chapter out of six and the other chapters never appeared so when this came along and they had every chapter and it was the full uh shebang like i said i'm not even sure if i recall this or i would even describe it as this as a game because but even though it's in the categories of games um but, yeah, I, I absolutely love the price point. I thought it was well done. And it, Ouch. Sorry. <clears throat> I just hurt from you guys twisting my arm. I'm going to buy the game. Now. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, worth it. I mean, there is the free version does get you quite a bit of the beginning of the game, at least to, to mm-hmm. entice you and, and tease you into it. And then, of course, it comes up and says, you know, to play more, you, know, you were going to have to purchase it. Mm-hmm. And by that point, I was sold. I, I was like, you know what, four ninety nine. Cool. I'll do this because... I wanted to see where the story was going to go, and right. I, I, I've been very impressed and very happy with it. So I love yeah. audio drama, so I, I will, I seriously get it, and I've acted and did sound effects for that type of stuff too. So yeah, and that's why that's why I said it, yeah. it, it really is a choose your own adventure audio drama. I think cool. that's 
it's kind of a weird, you know, title for it, but I mean, it's the best thing I can think of to describe it because like Thomas said, it's, it's kind of a game, but it's not a game, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. it's different, but, but it is a lot of fun and it's very interesting because there are a lot of cutscenes that maybe are a little longer than you expect. And sometimes I think maybe I should get a choice coming up here and then I don't get one. So, I mean, if I had to say there was a negative, that would be that, that, a couple times I'm like, oh, I'm going to get to choose what they're going to do. But then it was a cut scene that they just did it. But in other times, there was a lot of really great decisions that I had to make that made a difference. I, I felt in the way the game was, was progressing or the story was progressing. So, um, so that's yeah. awesome. So thank you to the committee for voting on the Applevis Golden Apples. It was fun. And I'm glad we got two wonderful apps for people to check out. If you haven't heard about it, give it a check. All right. So. We have been talking about this, my gosh, for months and months and months. And we've been talking about this Digital Marketing Act in Europe. So if you are not familiar with this or haven't been caught up with this, back last year, not last year, this year of this year, back in July, um, the Europe have decided to pass something called DMA, Digital Marketing Act. And that forces company, people like Google, Echo, Apple, to be able to open up their system to allow them to use other third-party apps, meaning mm-hmm. you can sideload things, get your own voice assistant. If you don't like Siri, you'll get your own, get your own email as default. Well, and I mentioned last month, we will find out in May, as that is the month they are going to announce which companies have six months to uh, cough up and be open to open up their OS to allow the sideloading. Well, news has been rumbling here that Apple has indeed heard and they are currently working on iOS 17, which I kind of hinted before I said, I bet iOS 17 is going to be radically different. And that is the case. So what I'm hearing is that the iOS 17 is now being currently developed that will allow side loading on to your Apple device. I'm just like, wow. And it sounds like they have a significant uh, amount of developers and engineers on this task. So it's, it's, kind of, it's not of a small deal. And I can't imagine how many things are going to break on this one. But it sounds like it's coming down the pipe. Now, there's a good news and bad news to this, folks. And that is the... They are discussing that it might work like the Mac. And if you're not familiar with the Mac, the Mac has the App Store, yes. But you can also sideload things, and they have these authentication or verification that that app has been verified so it it meets Apple's standard, and that's not in the App Store. So we're not quite sure if that's going to be involved I hope it does. Um, I would like that to to happen, but I'll leave it to the floor here and I'll kind of tell you a little bit more. But what are your thoughts about this iOS 17 being able to let us sideload like we have never done before, guys? You know, I think it's an interesting move and I, I understand why you know, Europe is doing this and, and they're, I mean, they're really ahead, I think, when it comes to digital rights and, you know, the legality or illegality of certain things and forcing companies or apps or app stores to, to really kind of, you know, big, you know, make their game a little bit more, you know, competitive and, 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 you know, 
what am I trying to say? You know, just the way that the European Union goes about it, they, they really are kind of on the pulse of what's going on in the digital world, mm -hmm. probably even better than most parts of the world. From what I was reading about this, it seems like it will be an iOS 17, but may just start in Europe because, of course, that's where these laws are originating. But, of course, it won't be too hard to go ahead and, and move that around the world as necessary. But, but am I right on that, Thomas, that it, it seems like it will probably just start off in Europe and then work its way around the world? Yes, because... That was one of the bad news that was going to... And I kind of mentioned this last month or before. I said, I have a funny feeling, and if they do this right, it will just be Europe only. And that was one of those concerns I had. It was just going to make that feature only available for a certain part of the world. And since Europe has as a law, it only affects for Europe. So I was kind of disappointed, but yet I was like, wow, will they do that that's the question will they but yes in the article it sounded like that that they're leaning towards like it only be open to countries that pass the law so obviously eu countries would be involved um i wonder if korea will be on there as south korea was kind of enforcing them to say we need third-party app stores and i think india was pretty close to passing law too so that's kind of a bummer. Um, but at you know, the same time, I'm not too mad at it because as I tease a lot of my friends that I know in the UK and Europe, they're, they're always talking about how all oh, the United States always gets all the features first and you guys right? get all the access and all the things. And I always tease them and just say, well, we're just beta testing it for you guys over in the UK and Europe. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're, we're working on all the bugs before it gets to you. So when they get, you know, certain features or certain, you know, Amazon Echo, you know, features or things, you know, a year later after we've already had it, like, oh, well, we beta tested it for you. So you should be thanking us. So for once, they're going <laughs> to test something before we get it. So maybe they can work the kinks out. But no, I, I, I I think it's in a way I think it's a good thing it'll op uh, it'll open up the market to you know third party developers that maybe aren't able for whatever reason or just don't want to get into an app store type model it will be interesting to see how or if Apple does anything with this as far as uh, you know taking a cut and fees because obviously it won't be in their app store anymore so they can't take that 30% right off the top so I, I don't know how that's going to work you might see this will be what I'm thinking is interesting is Will certain companies or certain apps remove themselves from the Apple App Store and just exactly. sideload so that they don't have to pay the 30% to Apple? That that will be an interesting thing to see if that yeah, happens. That's one of my big concerns, too, is at first I said, oh, I'll just stay with the App Store where it's safe. But what if that app no longer wants to be in the App Store and wants to move to another App Store? And so now we have this worrisome of making sure that there's nothing funky or uh, alarming in terms of virus or spying on you kind of a thing so there's there's going to be a lot of things to weigh on and think about but you're right it would be nice that another country for once gets the feature first and <laughs> thank you for getting all the bugs out and <laughs> that would be kind of cool now the other downside of this is that because they're having to do this in terms of apple developers and engineering to implement this into the ios 17 it also means that we are probably more than likely not going to see very many new features and because they put so much effort into this um, we might see a few things that are new, but not 
in a major way we have done or seen before. So I am excited for this. I am curious how this is going to work, and um, I'm ready for it. I So the DMA is moving on forward, and so I just want to catch up with this with everyone let, um, so they know what's going on and what the latest news is. Um, there is Now, this is major news, and I thought the previous discussion was big. I think this discussion is, is even bigger because we are talking about the low vision and blind community on this. There is a discussion on a major shakeup on the iPhone market, and meaning... So let's take a step back here. And we remember that the iPhone mini came out for a couple of years and it didn't do well at all. And so we know what happened to that. They ditched it. And now we got the iPhone 14 Plus, which is on the budget line. So with the iPhone 14 and the iPhone Plus. But apparently it's doing so bad. It didn't even meet the bottom expectation and apparently there's iPhone 14 Plus just sitting on the shelves. And with that, that is causing some major um, money issue with Apple. And just alone within the last month, Apple has lost a trillion dollars in market share. You, A trillion dollars. And that is because they are not meeting expectations. And we know about the iPhone phone 14 pro lines which is having some issue with foxconn with them locking down with the covid over in china and so there's the production is really low and it's not coming out as many as they want to and they're not able to sell as many because it's limited however i understand that that supply chain is is easing up and so you get all the iphone 14 pros now um as you expect, but the numbers is way down. I can't wait for the quarterly uh, revenue to come out for this. But the point is, because the iPhone 14 Plus is doing so poorly, there are news that they're discussing they may shelf the iPhone SE. <laughs> wow. This makes me so sad. I Right? There are many people... They like the iPhone SE for two reasons. One, it still has a home button. Two, the price. And it sounds like when the iPhone 15 comes out, we will still have the iPhone 15 line and the iPhone 15 Plus, but they may come down in price and to meet that lower end for those that want the iPhone. So, meaning, you know, I mentioned this when the iPhone 15 came out, I said, this is absurd because the iPhone 14 Plus was only $100 difference to the iPhone 14 Pro and $200 difference between the iPhone 14 Pro Max. So for $200, we are talking, what, $2, 2 or $3 a month extra to get to Pro. And I was like, why would anybody buy the iPhone 14 um because you can just get 200 bucks more, you can get the Pro. And I think Apple realized this. This was a major mistake. So my understanding is that they are going to lower the price of the iPhone 15, iPhone 15 Plus, and increase the iPhone 15 Pro and the iPhone 15 Pro Max 
So the Pro and the Pro Max are going to go up $100 each. So, wow. It could be, a, what is that, 1100 And what is that, 1300 or something like that for the iPhone? And so right now, it sounds like the SE was supposed to come out next year in 2024. That is not the case anymore. It sounds like it's being on hold to see how things work out with this new shakeup. And if it does well, I would imagine the SE will never come back. Mm. What do you guys think of that? Well, speaking from a point of this, the people that I work with, there's going to be a lot of disappointment because I know a lot of people who are getting the SEs because of the home button. And I, I always tell people, you know, don't be afraid of not having a home button anymore. And they just want to hang on to it. And they just really, really, really do. Uh, and I understand why. But I also forget, you know, when they're when I'm working with other types of iPhones, <laughs> I'm still looking for that darn home button that's not there. <laughs> and but I forget, you know, I, you know, I I forget that when I'm working with a phone because there's so many phones out there now. I'm like, where did that button go? Why isn't it there? Or is there a button? Is there not supposed to be a button? And I'm telling people, just hit the button. Well, I don't have a button. So it's it's <laughs> kind of a mixed bag working right? with all types of different phones. I'll, I'll be swiping up like if it's a face ID and I say, oh, you got the home button. Yeah, so you know what I'm saying. Yeah, so I get mixed mm-hmm. up with that and then I get used to the home button and then I go to my phone and I push on it and say, oh, geez. There's no button there. Right? Yeah. But I think... This is going to be a huge deal to the community. I I think this is going to be devastating for a lot of people to hear this. Um, Mm -hmm. Tim, do you have a SE? I do have an SE. I currently have an SE 2020, and I was waiting for the 14s to decide what I was going to decide what I was going to do next, because I desperately need to get a new battery in it because the battery Mm -hmm. health is in the mid 70s on it, and so it's laggy and it's just. Ugh, it's it's not a fun experience right now. So I was like, okay, am I going to get the 2022 SE? Am I going to maybe get the 13 Mini? Maybe just go all out and get a 14? And when this news came out, now it's really thrown a wrinkle into things because I had kind of thought, well, you know, I, I could just get a new battery, make it last another year or so, and then just get whatever SE comes out in 2024. So if that's not going to happen now, now I really have to make a decision because I think if I added a battery... I mean, I might still be happy with it for however many months or No, you maybe. wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably wouldn't. I'm probably lying about that. You're like, even with a new battery, I'm still probably not going to be real happy with it. But, you know, okay, so that said then, so do I get the 2022? I mean, that is newer. Or right. for that for that matter, get the 13 Mini or just get a 14. It, 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 it is putting us into an interesting position because... Like you guys talked about, especially for our community, the, the the iPhone SEs have been really, really good. I mean, if it's been popular with anybody, apparently nobody else but us, but I mean, it has been popular right. for people that are blind mm-hmm. and visually impaired. So it's like, okay, this is affordable and people that do like the tactile nature of having a button. Now, I've gotten to the point where I would kind of miss the button, but only for the sake of Touch ID. I don't really care about. I agree with you. I do. I, I, I honestly, I just hate face ID. Now that is not to say don't get the phone because the face ID does or doesn't work. Let's leave that out of the equation. I just don't, my face doesn't, 
doesn't, it doesn't want to be registered because it's, it's, it's not, not an interface. No. It really a, doesn't. There's, there's something wrong with my wrong face. With face. <laughs> yeah, my wife's got the 11 Pro, and she likes it. She doesn't miss the home button. She thought she would when she got her 11 Pro. She thought she would hate it without a home button. And now if she grabs my phone to do anything, she gets confused, like you guys were talking about. Like, oh, that's right. You've got uh, yeah. this stupid home button. Uh, um, yeah. And so she doesn't even want to think about going back. And, and that, I mm. mean, for her, that's, that's something... You know, that's a big something to say. Well, but for me, I just I like the touch ID. But if I didn't have it, it would be fine. So I, that's why I'm considering the 13 mini or even a 14, because it, it, missing it's not going to be as big of a deal. But I still like the idea of having that. If you want to call it a budget phone, if you call it the blind phone, whatever you want to call it, having that phone that, you know, we don't need special graphics necessarily, depending on your vision level. We don't, you know, we don't really necessarily care about what the screen looks like. We just want a good, you know, productive, high powered phone that can do everything else. And that was that phone. So it, it does put us in a predicament. Yeah. I, I think what's going on, guys, is that I think. Now, we discussed a couple months back that Apple was thinking about going with the XR style for the next SC. And because of that, you are definitely going towards the Face ID. Maybe not. Maybe it will have a Touch ID on the side or anything, something like that, if they were going to do that. And I think they know by going through that direction, they were going to have to increase the price of the SE. Mm-hmm. And seeing that is kind of taken out of the oomph of the iPhone 14, I think they think, well, I think we're just going to have to lower that price down, and that's going to be the new so-called SE. Um, boy, we're going to have to find out. We, I mean, the bad news is that we won't know until 2024 when the next SE was supposed to be delivered and before we will find out what's going on with that. Um, this month, we also heard that Apple had told the developers they have some new price options. So they have added over 900 price options for their apps so right now when we go to the app store we get x number of dollars i didn't realize they only had a limited option to pick from how much an app would cost now they gave them the option to that will vary from are you ready for this between ten thousand dollars for an app down to 29 cents an app ten thousand dollars for an app can you imagine was the was the previous uh amount like a thousand i think or a couple thousand something like that i want to say it was a couple thousand because i went out and i did research i said what is the most expensive app out there and what all i could find was this 1299 dollars for a tuner and it's a professional tuner that allow professionals to be i'm thinking 1300 dollars and the other app is $999, which is considered the millionaire app called the iVIP. And that is exclusively for millionaires that could afford this $1,000 app. And all this does is just allows them to set up hotels and excursions and things like that. It's like you're spending a grand so you can get your own travel agent. I was like, wow. Um, so that's the... I thought 
this was pretty cool. Um, I don't think I'll ever see an app that's 29 cents. I mean, 99 cents maybe. is pretty low. You yeah, think? 99, 99 cents is, is a nice round, right? easy number to get into. But, I mean, it's, maybe you could see one for 29 cents. I don't know. It's possible. But I wonder, and this is just speculation. I, I know nothing. I, I understand nothing. But... I mean, is this is this like you know Apple's way of saying, all right, we're losing all this money in the iPhone, you know, itself, so we're just gonna sky's the limit. People can charge ten thousand dollars for an app, and and our thirty percent cut of that, you know, we'll get three thousand bucks every time they they sell an app. So hey, that 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 can make up a few iPhones here. And there. Oh, wow. I, I don't know, but I mean, yeah, what what kind of app would you? <laughs> I mean, if you had $10,000 of disposable income that you could just throw in an app, what kind of app would you be willing to spend that kind of money on? And our next item for topic to discuss, and there isn't really much talking here, but there's one point I want to make, and iOS 16.2 came out, as we mm-hmm. suspected, and in everybody's hand had the free form, but there was a new feature in there that kind of snuck in there that I was like, oh, wow, it's called the Apple Music Sing. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, look at that karaoke for your Apple Music now. How cute is that? Have you guys played with that? Or I haven't played with it at all. I heard some oh. good demonstrations of it. but I figured my, my you would be singing. Yeah, with yeah, be singing at the top of his lungs. In his right? If you heard my singing voice, you <laughs> guys would leave in droves. <laughs> Is that why you haven't won a karaoke event yet? I, I, you know, I wish there was something w- that would make my singing voice just great, you know, but. <laughs> and it doesn't alter your voice in any way, but. You yeah, just but there are to... apps for that, I, I guess. Yeah. You can go out there and make your voice sound like however you like it to sound. But, um, but no, for Apple Sing, or basically Apple Karaoke, I, I, I tried to play with it on my Apple iPhone SE 2020, mm-hmm. and it doesn't support it, so nope. I couldn't use it. Um, however, my my wife's phone and her iPad and my daughter got we got her a new iPad for Christmas, so all of their devices support it, but not mine. Then you can uh, sit around in one big happy family and sing together, and does it work? Hey, we do that anyway without. Apple. Oh, okay, <laughs> good for you. I'm happy for, for you. Christmas, we aren't you happy for new... him, Tom? I am. I want to. He could just belch out the Christmas songs, right. and now the New Year's, we could see him with a lampshade over his head, and he's singing. No, that's after New Year's. That's, that's right. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. It's New Year's night, maybe. Right? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> the one thing we haven't done yet, because we did get the new Apple TV 4K uh, for as a family gift, and um, it does support it as well, but we haven't done it that way in the living room. So mm. um, well, that'll be interesting, because that'll be the big family sing-along, I guess. But So now that we're on that subject, um, Uh-oh. Thomas knows that I bought a Apple TV. The next week, I swear, you guys, they came out with a brand new one. They did. They came <laughs> I remember and, that was. So, yeah, I was like, I, oh. And to be honest with you, I I sent mine back. Good for you. Good. Mm-hmm. I've been waiting and, for years for them to bring out this new one with the, the the more hard drive space and everything. So as soon as it came out, I'm like, yep, we got to get it. And I understand that they're going to be increasing the price, or maybe they have been. I don't know, but I think I like I paid like one. I think this is how it went. I paid one twenty for mine. Or 119 or something like that. And they came out, the next one was like 120 or 121. Like, uh, that's not too hard to figure out, you know. 
Right. Mm-hmm. The, the the previous version or the version that you bought was retailed, I think, about, what is it, 200 And then this new version came out, and it was only for 120 And I was like, oh, ouch. Man, I was mad. Uh, <laughs> I had thought about you. I said, oh, do I even bother telling him I, I should? But mm, it's kind of I'm like glad you returned it. I had a conversation with my wife when we were looking at them. She's like, okay, so this this new one with 64 gigs of space is 129 For $20 more, there's this other one for 149 And she was going to get the, the cheaper one. And I'm like, no, you don't. She goes, why? That's double the space we have. I'm like, and she's, well, and she said, we don't need the other one because it's got built-in Ethernet and we just mm-hmm. use Wi-Fi. We don't care about that. And it's got this mesh hub. We don't care about that, do we? And I'm like, well, we do. <laughs> but really, the extra $20 I want is because it's 128 gigs a hard drive. And that's why that's- I want the bigger one. For $20, we're getting that one. Because I'm tired of us not having enough room because I've got a 10-year-old daughter who likes to play games on our uh, Apple TV. Uh, and we're constantly having to you know, unload or delete games <laughs> or other apps to, to make room. I'm like, no, we're going from our old 32 gigs to 128. This should hopefully be enough for a while. So Man. for you yourself, does it matter that much for space? Uh, what do you use your device for? I'm just curious as a blind user. If it user. wasn't for my daughter's games, I probably wouldn't care as much. There really isn't a whole lot of apps that are that big that we would use. But I think for anybody who wants to use it as a gaming device, which you absolutely can do. I've had people tell me, oh, the Apple TV, you can't. Games are awful on there. No, they're actually Mm -hmm. really, really good. Mm -hmm. My daughter's got a Bluetooth uh, gamepad controller that she plays games with. And there's a lot of mainstream, you know, really good games that are. And didn't you say that she's 10? She's 10, yeah. Now, when I was 10, I had Lincoln Logs, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, <laughs> life was tough back in, back in the old west. And, you know, right. I mean, that was a long time ago, Tim. Think about this. Yeah. So when I was 10, I had a Nintendo and a, and a Game Boy and all that. But I, I'm they were big, think, fat cartridges, I think. I had an Atari 2600. Oh, yep. I had one of those, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, yeah. Was, but they were cartridges. We didn't have to worry about space. So right. it's all about having space. And so she's wanting to play all these games. And yeah, it, 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 it takes it, up a lot it of space. Take up, yeah, exactly. And so if it wasn't for that, if that wasn't a concern, I mean, yeah, the 64 gig would have been more than enough. It would have been fine because we've consolidated all of our TV apps. We don't have, you know, 25, 30 different individual TV apps in addition to our cable app. We've gone down to just having YouTube TV and, and maybe one or two other well, four, three or four other streaming, you know, services, and that's it. So, I mean, as far as those kind of apps go, we've really streamlined everything. Mm-hmm. So it just comes down to having space for games. Sure, mm-hmm. that makes a lot of sense. Um, then came along sixteen point three beta, which I'm on now, and Ooh. really, there's nothing really new in here. Yes, you can now get these physical key. Um, for those that are not aware what a physical key is, it's kind of a security thing. So instead of having a passcode or a face ID or a touch ID, you just plug this physical key right into the lightning port and that authentication says, oh, that's you. And so then you're able to sign into your phone. That's I've never pretty, heard of that. That is getting pretty hardcore. Now, Randy, it's not like your house key or a car key <laughs> or, you know, one of those kind of keys. <laughs> I break into my home. I don't have a key. I just bust do, in. and Do not try to attempt to put your car key into the lightning port. That's a disclaimer on this podcast. There we go. Yes. No. So, phys- so yes. do you get a physical key then? Uh, or um, 
Well, it's been around for years for computers. For um, oh, sure. very tight, secure network or a company, you have to put this key into the computer, and that allows you to sign into computers. So nobody, even if somebody steals your password or whatever not, they wouldn't be able to get in without your physical key. Um, really, yeah, when was I worked I- for the government, we had a, an actual key card. We had a almost like a credit card that we would have a slot that was on our computer and we would stick that in there. Once we put it in that slot, it would bring up something on the screen where we put in a password. So it wasn't just like your regular windows login and password. I mean, that was part of it, but you couldn't even get to that without putting in this This physical, like a key card that you would put in and it would scan so that you would, would then be able to access the the computer and the information. So apparently 16.3 will now support physical key uh, for your iPhone. And I, you know, I was thinking, oh, that's another way Apple can make its money is by selling these physical keys. But they're not going to get into that market, which I was kind of surprised. They're not going to. So they're going to support the <laughs> third now, parties. Yeah. Um, I mean, I get it. I suppose if you're in an agency or a politicians that you want to make sure your phone is intact and foolproof i i suppose but that'd be so weird can you imagine having that you'll have to have this dongle hanging off your phone all the time what is that little thing that's my physical key yes mm-hmm. that'd be problematic but other than that 16.3 i would suspect we should see release sometime probably in mid february to early march if i had to guess um you're not missing anything nothing has been fixed as usual, <laughs> I know it's a broken record. <laughs> um, and then lastly, our last topic here before we get to what's new in Apple Viz. You know, I'm starting to think this AR, VR, Apple headset is vaporware. You remember the, the old infamous Apple power charger that was supposed to come out? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The charging pad, yeah. Yeah, the charging pad. I'm starting to think this just doesn't exist. They keep saying, oh, yeah, it's going to come out at the beginning of this year, blah, 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 blah. Never mm-hmm. happened. It'll be early of 2023. Now it's saying it won't be shipped and released until later this fall. Sure, right? Mm-hmm. I'll have to see that to believe it. You know, they still say the production is going to be uh, in full swing in March. It's just going to make the components and be put together and shipped out in sometime this fall. So... Sounds like it'll be interesting if they even mention this in the March keynote. Who knows? I am not going to. I'm done talking about this. I'm, I'm just absolutely done with It's this. going by the way of our postal system. <laughs> they yeah. say your packages are going to be delivered on the 23rd and the 29th. Look for it the next day and we're sure it's going to get to you. Delay after delay. It's just been really bad lately around here for that. I'm done. We're done talking about AR, VR. Mm -hmm. I've been talking about, hey, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, coming. And then I'm just like, yeah, yeah. I I won't believe it until Tim Cook comes out on a stage, whether it's the March event or WWDC's event. And he says out loud that it's coming, that they have a demo model of it on stage. They talk about it, show it to you. And even then, I, I'm going to be a little weary of it. <laughs> like, right? It's okay, just, you, you finally just showed say, it to us, but <laughs> I don't know. Well, you know, he always does this. And it's coming soon this winter. Oh, no. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, what's new in this month in Apple Viz? There's a couple points I want to make. And RIP to 
Dark Skies weather app. It's so sad. I love Dark Skies, and it's going to be ending mm-hmm. the 31st of this month. So no more. So if you have Dark Skies installed on your phone, it's not going to work past that day. So if January 1st of 2023, it will decease to work. Isn't that so upsetting? Yeah. You still have I I still have mine installed. <laughs> Me too. I think I still have mine installed, but I mean, most of the features I should I shouldn't say most a lot of the features that I was using in it Apple put into the weather app anyway when because they did purchase Dark Skies, correct? That's mm-hmm, one of the reasons mm-hmm. it's right. going out. So a lot of the features I was using are, are put into the weather app anyway. I'm hoping that they with this going away, with Dark Skies itself, you know, individually going away, maybe Apple will implement the rest of it into the weather app. But I hope so not. too. But I hope mm-hmm. so. But yeah, I mean it, it it is a sad day because it has been one of, if not the best weather apps, you know, out there. And and when Apple bought it, I'm like, okay, we'll just import everything in. You know, like they did with uh, Apple News when the, when they bought um, um, t- uh, whatever that app was called. I can't remember what it's called now. Boy, <laughs> my memory is gone. Right. I remember on this show and I can't remember anything. Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> Welcome to the Alzheimer unit. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. apparently. Yeah, right here. We're, but you know, you're right. It's just, um, yes, a weather app does have a built-in notification when the rain or snow is coming. Um I just don't know. I don't know if they tweaked it or what. It just doesn't seem as reliable as it was in Dark Skies. And I don't know. It's got to be using the same Dark Sky. But now I'm using a third-party app that gives me a little better indication when rain and snow starts. But Which one do you use now? I'm just curious. There is a local um, TV station app. And a lot of these local TV apps now have weather notifications in there and real-time precipitation. Now, I don't know if they're pulling it from Dark Sky API or how they get that, but nonetheless, it's free, and they work really well. Um, The other sad news, and we did not get to be able to put into last month. Are you ready for this? It's the Microsoft Soundscape. I was completely stunned. I was completely stunned. I'm more stunned this one, yeah. Um, gosh, that just surprised me that Microsoft would just dump it. And it concerns me. And a lot of us were talking about, oh, my gosh, does this mean scene AI is next? I don't think so, because scene AI is heavily server-based. It means a lot of the information have to go through the server and back, where Soundscape did not. Um, so... RIP to Soundscape that will cease to work what in January? It will stop? I think so, yeah. So we got two wonderful apps that I come to love now is gone. Can you, I don't know. I mean, does that make any sense? I mean, can you figure out why Microsoft was just all of a sudden just dumping? Well, it kind of makes some sense to them, I think. Because if you remember, we went from Windows 10 to saying, well, we're never going to, you won't have to have another named uh, program anymore. We're going to stick with Windows 10 until it just forever. And I hear they're working on 12 now. What so, do you think, uh, Tim? You know, I, I wish I understood more from their point of view as to why they're not going to support it anymore. Because it has been a very popular app, although we say that we feel it's popular and, and mm-hmm. a lot of people we know and, and of course we use it 
-hmm. but maybe they're looking at it and just saying, you know what, the investment in this, the development of of it isn't worth maybe the download rate and maybe the usage rate. Maybe there's something with the the GPS aspect of it. I don't know. I'm, I'm grasping at straws there, but for whatever the reason is that they don't feel it's viable anymore, uh, as as Randy was kind of you know alluding to, the, obviously they've got a reason. They they feel mm-hmm. that it's something that they can't or just won't support, and it is a shame because it is one of those apps that you know I'm sure a lot of us have right there on our home screen, if not in your in your you know home dock, but at least right on your home screen or easily accessible somewhere. Right. You know, and and so it's something that we all really enjoy and, and like to use. There are other apps out there that do very similar things and do them well, but it was nice to have options especially from a mainstream company i think that was right we were all very excited and touted it when it came out to say hey this isn't just some fly-by-night you know nobody third-party you know company trying to do something good for us which, which is always good i'm not downplaying that it's always awesome when companies are, are just even joe schmoe's just in their house are trying to make an app for us i'm happy about that however right. To have a mainstream company say, you know what, this is important and we're going to make this and and hopefully it makes a difference and can help some people, it also raised the game of some of the other apps that were similar to it. Right. Having that competition and, and, and that competitive nature of those kind of apps is good for us. And so for it to be gone and away from a mainstream company, it makes me worried that other smaller app companies or app developers will be like, well, Microsoft isn't interested in making that kind of app anymore. Hmm, maybe we need to think about what we're doing. And I'm not saying it's going to happen, but that is that is mm. a concern because uh, these types of apps are so extraordinarily helpful. Right, because I, you know, as you say, not was it just a mainstream, but it was a big company's name with deep pockets. And we thought it was going to be around for many years to come and we don't have to worry about disappearing. But... I think you're on track there, Tim, is that I'm thinking also that we we know that the tech companies are taking a major hit. The recession is coming, or we think is coming, and a lot of the companies are starting to pull back on spending. And it makes me wonder if they say, well, you got Scene AI and Soundscape. One of those have to go because we need to cut money. And there's something needs to be cut. And it makes me wonder if that wasn't a big reason why behind that. And thankfully, I'm so happy that Microsoft put this as an open source. So that means anyone or any developers can take over. Yeah, that's true. And put it out there. So I'm glad they at least put it open source and they just like killed it as in you'll never see it again. But if Microsoft wasn't going to pick up on it, why would anybody else do But Anyway, that's ah, oh, it's so so maybe, sad. Maybe that's an app we would pay twenty nine cents for. There you go, <laughs> <laughs> or ten thousand, or ten thousand. Uh, really, yeah. honestly, I wonder if this would be a, a great poll for for Apple Viz listeners and and and, and readers. Uh, you know, would you be willing to pay for something like Soundscape if Microsoft came to us and said? you know what, we're having a hard time keeping this as a viable investment. We want to do it, but it's just difficult for us financially or or whatever, having the resources. Mm. But you could pay for it. How much would you pay? You know, I would pay a little bit for it. I I think even if it was a monthly, I don't know how much I would pay, but you know, Mm. it, it is that good and it's that worth it to use. I don't know. I think there's, there's something there that, you know, if that's really the driving force behind getting rid of it is money, Right, I mean, you know, we pay for everything else for Microsoft. Why not that? I don't know how open source work as in. Well, I'm, that's true too. Being open source, it I might be a problem. can't 
think they can monetize on that. I yeah, don't that's a think. Never mind everything I said. <laughs> it was a good point. It was a good intention. But it no. was, yeah. Um, there is a new game that came out. And for those that do love Evidence 111, there is a new one that you might want to take a look at. It's called Click Your Poison Infected. And what what I like about this game is that it has over 13 hours gameplay, which Evidence 111 only had two to four hours. I can't remember. Maybe two hours. But this one has over 13 hours full of stuff. And there were three unique storylines. So as you play this game, there's three different types of storylines it could take you. And it gives you 50 plus different endings now it is different meaning that you still have the audio narrator but you don't have the when you do the choices it is um you'll have to have your um dynamic type on to be able to read what's below it so you have to swipe left and right and use your voiceover to select which one you options you want to take in the story so it's a little bit different but if you're a big huge fan of evidence 111 definitely check out click your poison infected and two more i just wanted to note that i've been playing with and you know i did a an extensive podcast on using metatext for mastodon i am now using something called toot i love it Excuse it's the only me? place i can toot. actually toot in the public without being embarrassed mm-hmm. um <laughs> all righty yes sir i Enough said uh, don't uh, toot, even toot, go on toot. um metatex unfortunately the developer of metatex is having to take some time off he has some health issue and he's currently looking for a developer to take over it and so it's so sad because it's an awesome app but i'm i'm afraid that it's going to be now an abandonware so i'm trying to find a second alternative solution and so i'm thinking about doing a podcast on toot there are some other macedon betas just don't toot on the podcast right no tooting allowed mm-hmm. um if you're familiar with Spring for Twitter, that same developer is making Mona, and Mona is incredible, and it's in beta, and it's just like Spring for Twitter, but for Macedon. And hopefully, that'll be coming out soon in a couple months. Um, there's Ivory, which is made by a company called Tweetbot. If a lot of you probably heard of that company, so uh, many many different companies are trying to jump into the Macedon Fediverse. So I've been playing with Toot. And I have always been a huge Overcast fan. And somebody pointed me, me to something called Pocket Cast. And I've been playing with that lately. And I really do like it just because the interface isn't as clunky. I think the Overcast is fantastic. It's just a little clunky with the playlist and et cetera. Um, so it's getting I, a little bit more so, too, as well. Right. It's just... Um, I I don't I don't know how to explain it. It's like I have to go to it's just, just the interface just seems different. It's not the way I would like. I like the tabs along the bottom and I like things in different areas and it has almost everything that Overcast has. The silence gap, the normalized and voices and all that is there in Pocket Cast as well. And it just seems to be smoother, more efficient. I might have to check that out because I'd used Overcast for years and I Me still too. have it and, mm-hmm. and I still pop in there once in a while. But just like you guys said, it, it feels 
more clunky. It's still not, it's not bad. It's not inaccessible. No. It just feels a little clunkier for some reason. And I've actually, I mean, I feel like I have to go to like some sort of meeting for this. I, I've come back <laughs> using the Apple Podcasts app. Ooh. I know. Oh. I know. Um, <laughs> and so I've been, I've been wanting to find something else that's accessible that works kind of like Overcast used to. So um, I've heard of Pocket Cast. I know people that have used it, but I've, I've not tr actually tried it myself. So it, that sounds promising. It's very highly customizable. Kind of reminds me of Spring for Twitter where you can just customize everything underneath the sun. It is definitely for advanced users. I don't know if I would recommend it to beginners. Um, I think at some point I will do a podcast on this one as well. So it does take some time to get used to where everything is and how things works. But once you get the hang of it, it's not that bad. Um but you're right. I did do a poll on Mastodon on what podcast aggregator people use on iOS. And not surprisingly, the Overcast was number one. It was a landslide. It was like 67%. And then second up, I was surprised. Apple Podcast was way up there. It was like 27%. And then, of course, there are Castro users. You know, my own problem with Castro, Castro is really cool. It's just you have to subscribe on a monthly basis to use some of the many features that's already free that you can find in Pocket Cast or Overcast or Apple Podcast. So I'm not sure why I would want to pay extra. And plus, it seems like it's creeping towards if it's not already abandonware, which I'm just shocked. This is Castro, and it's huge. But it hasn't been updated for over 10 months. I'm just thinking, wow, it used to be wow, updated weekly or monthly, and now it's just gone. Mm. Um, so i just let you know. Just let you folks out there to know that there's some of the things I'm looking at playing with and just uh, maybe for you to play with as well. That is going to do for AppleViz for December 2022, guys. Tim, how do we find you? And tell us a little bit about life after blindness for people that may never heard about you yeah if, if uh, people out there haven't heard or if they have uh, thank you for for following me and, and checking it out but uh, if you haven't yeah you can go to lifeafterblindness.com or as we were talking about any one of these or any other podcast apps you can you can find the podcast just search for life after blindness and it, it is really truly a place where as i say in in, in kind of the the catchphrase or, or the you know the subtitle you know it's where i'm determined to find that there truly can be an enabled life with blindness so whether you're born blind whether you went blind later in life whether you're a sighted person who has a blind person in your life and you're trying to understand things or you're just interested there, there's going to be something there i like to tell stories and talk to people about just living their normal life with blindness and showing, you know what? Yeah, there are bad days. There are times just really, really bad, but there's a lot of good that that is still there. You could still do a lot of great things and, and achieve a lot of things. Blindness isn't the end of the road. It's not the end of, of everything. And, uh, and we still can do things. But at the same time, we do tackle the hard issues and coping with certain things and, and how we deal with certain things, you know, because of our blindness. But then I do get into technology and apps and games and all kinds of other things. Um, so kind of an all in just, you know, whatever 
you know, whatever tickles my fancy, basically, of, mm -hmm. you know, let's let's have this discussion. And so we mm -hmm. do some roundtables. I do some reviews. I'm looking into uh, this coming year, uh, looking into branching out onto YouTube and, and doing some other things on, on social media elsewhere and some nice. other, other big, big plans that I've got. So, yeah. So if anybody's, uh, you know, wanting to look for something, I know there's a whole lot of us out there that, that do similar things, but, you know, different point of view and uh, a lot of great people that come on and tell their stories and, uh, and, and we, we really try to just, you know, be there for each other and help each other out. So lifeafterblindness.com. You can find me on Facebook. We've got a group as well as a community chat there. Um, so you can go and find the, the Facebook page and group, uh, still on Twitter as of now, we'll, we'll see how Twitter goes, but <laughs> it's still there. Um, looking at other places, uh, you know, Instagram and, and, and other places. And like I said, hopefully maybe coming soon to YouTube. So yeah, I appreciate it. Nice. So thank you so much for coming on, buddy. I appreciate it so much. I'm, I'm so glad to have been able to come on. And It's uh, been a long yeah. time. It's, it's been, been a long way time. too, too long. long. <laughs> so, I, I remember you and I, Thomas, tried to do an interview several years ago, and we couldn't get the other person, and then it just kind of fell apart. And, right. And, you know, I've had Randy on my show, and like I said at the beginning. And you, that you, fell you got, apart. And that did no. <laughs> um, actually, it worked out great. I cut I cut our interview up into like three sections, and it got me three episodes, and that was fantastic. Well, there you go. Um, but no, so yeah. And Thomas, like I said, always happy to have you. You know, come on and, and talk with me as well. But yeah, this is long overdue, and I and I'm so grateful for for the uh, you know for the invitation, and hopefully be able to come back someday. Appreciate Did he it. send you a, tech yet, a, a check yet, uh, Thomas? I'm writing it right now. I'm <laughs> scribbling it right, as, right now. 29 cents. 29 cents. For one free app. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, Randy, as well, for You're always welcome. coming on. Hopefully we'll have Mike back, and we can mess with him for being gone. Oh, yeah. I've yeah, got lots of yeah. stuff in store for him, as well as you mm -hmm. do, I'm sure, too. Happy New Year's, guys. We'll see you next year. Take care. In 2023. That's wow. right. My name is Thomas Donville, also known as Nana Mouse. Until next time, bye-bye. Feel free to contact the Applebus Unleashed team with feedbacks, tips, or questions at unleashed at applevis.com or call 1-816-774-1668. Applevis podcast has been brought to you by the community of Applevis.com for the latest in sources and tips and tricks to get you the best experience from your Apple device. Visit www.applevis.com. <laughs>